There's a growing optimism that the United States and China will soon wrap up a deal to end their $360 billion of trade and tariff drama. But even if China agrees to buy, let's say, more U.S. petroleum or soybean, or perhaps, well, probably not, but ease demands uh, that foreign companies hand over intellectual property, President Trump's negotiators are probably unlikely to get Beijing to change on a more fundamental issue, which is the state's heavy hand in directing the economy and the advantages it gives many Chinese companies. Well, which is nothing new. I'm Bruce Alibadi. In this episode, we'll be looking at China's way or the highway. So let's get started. Well, in China's state capitalist system, the government owns many gigantic companies and heavily subsidized many other companies. It uses its control over these companies to achieve its national development objectives, setting priorities by issuing, if you will, top-down plans that serves as outlines for the private sector to follow. Well, the Chinese model has been very successful. It has lifted hundreds of millions of people out of poverty and brought up China into the ranks of the world's top technology powers. The United States, on the other hand, has historically taken the opposite approach. The U.S. generally doesn't do industrial planning. It views the government's main role as staying out of the way of private sector innovation rather than, in a way, enabling it. Moreover, today, Washington sees Beijing's support for its domestic technology and domestic tech sector, if you will, and other strategic industries as a form of, if you will, cheating because it gives Chinese companies an unfair advantage. Let's look at it. U.S. tariffs on billions of dollars of Chinese goods are meant in part to pursue or perhaps pressure China to adopt a more free market approach. But China is unlikely to shift strategy. It views its support of domestic industries as essential to meet its economic and technological objectives, and ultimately to maintain the Communist Party's grip on power. In the meantime, or at least in the all-important tech sector, Europe and the United States are beginning to think about embracing a more proactive role of the government. Just look at last week, the economic ministers of Germany and France revealed a proclamation for a new European industrial policies with no Silicon Valley of its own, if you will. They argued that Europe needs to do more to support its homegrown companies as they digitize or perhaps risk losing its competitive edge. While they want to boost funding for companies working on technologies like artificial intelligence or change European Union antitrust regulations to allow national industrial champions to get even bigger or protect domestic tech companies from foreign takeovers. Well, faced with the rival economic power like China that's willing to put the full weight of the state behind its technology and industrial development, while Europe's two most important economies, be it Germany and France seem to be saying, well, if you can't beat them, might as well just join them, at least in strategically vital sectors like technology. Here's the thing. That kind of state-driven approach will be much tougher to sell in the United States. But former House Speaker Newt Gingrich penned a little notice op-ed in Newsweek last week. 
in which he argued that the United States should develop a national policy for next-generation 5G mobile networks. He also warned that America's, if you will, laissez-faire tendencies have allowed China to gain an edge in critical technologies uh, that without a better strategy, the United States could probably wake up and find itself that the Chinese have occupied the overwhelming position in wireless uh, technology on a geostrategic map. His solution? Create a public-private partnership to build a nationwide 5G network, a kind of wireless moonshot, but this time with private capital over the next two or three years. And the United States and Europe aren't about to become state capitalists, but in the tech sector at least, a dawning realization that China won't in a way change its uh, way is persuading even uh, some of the world's most dedicated free marketeers and free market economies to think about in terms of the Manhattan Project or the moonshots to ensure that the governments and industry are riding on the same train towards the future.